The Living Traditions Festival is back Friday, May 17th through Sunday, May 19th at Washington Square Park in downtown Salt Lake City. You will find a global food court, live music, performances, art, workshops, Bohemian Brewery, and stuff for kids. Full disclosure, this is my favorite Salt Lake Festival. For details and to see the full program, visit livingtraditionsfestival.com or find them on Instagram and Facebook at SLC Living Trad. Hey, it's producer Ivana Martinez filling in for host Ali Vallarta. And here's what Salt Lake's talking about. Snow in the mountains, a crisp breeze in the air, the promise of a cozy sweater someday. Fall is coming, and you know what that means, bookworms. It's peak reading season. So what are the best local bookstores to pick up your next autumn read? It's Wednesday, September 6th, and this is CityCast Salt Lake. Whitney McGurder, you are on a journey to visit every local bookstore in Utah. I want to know what inspired your quest. I was mainly inspired because I am a local author and I was looking for ways to spread the word about the books that I'm writing, the books that I basically want to connect with Mm -hmm. other readers. And a good way of doing that is through other bookstores, Um, just because people still like going in person to bookstores. And so it started out as me just wanting to introduce myself, see if I could make some connections Then it started getting a little bit bigger because people were noticing not just that I was going to bookstores, but that they were like, I didn't know that that was in my city or in my area. And so Mm. it sort of became like, well, I'll just take you along with me so you can better learn about these bookstores that have been here for decades and would love to have more people come and patron them. So that's kind of how it got started. Yeah. And like, I feel like so often we like hit up our local spots and we're kind of loyal to them. Right. And it's it's so nice when you get to like discover a new place. How many have you gone to so far? Yeah. So I just updated my list and I've been to 27 bookstores just all throughout Utah. And my list right now has 40 bookstores. I've yet to discover if all of them are real or still open. But yeah, I'm basically just a little above halfway. That is, I, that is <laughs> <Yep>. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of gas. It's a lot of, I have so many more books now, that's for sure. <laughs> oh my gosh. So like, when did you start? I actually started earlier this year in 2023. I just went to some bookstores that I hadn't heard of before and I was interested in visiting. And yeah, just kind of blossomed from there. I would take little videos while I was there And now I have a series on TikTok and Instagram where people can just watch these like minute long videos of just what the bookstores look like and what kind of books they tend to curate or sell to readers because every bookstore is just a little bit different from each other. So it's it's wild that I've gotten this far. It's so many. And I'm like, I'm genuinely just like so impressed by the amount that you've gone to so far. But I, I kind of like want to know, I'm like, you know, beyond just connecting with potential readers, like, what do you love about bookstores? Yeah, I think there's just something magical about going in a, into a store that 
has like everything that you love in it. Like I'm sure like when someone goes to like a sporting goods store and they love sports mm-hmm. or they love working out, I'm sure they're like, this is my heaven. And like <laughs> bookstores are mine. I mean, growing up, I've always wanted to be an author. I feel like most authors I talk to, their goal, their dream is to see their own books on a bookshelf. And so, yeah, I, I think I'm a little biased in the sense of, I like bookstores because I get to see all the other books and the genres that I enjoy, but it's also fun to finally see my books on the shelves or be invited to author events that otherwise wouldn't have happened if I didn't reach out first. But I think also readers really love a good aesthetic of just, you know, candles, snacks, comfy clothes. And I feel like a lot of my favorite bookstores try to evoke that in just comfy seating or just cool decor. And so you feel like you're at home and someone's just letting you borrow their books. You know, we always say, you know, don't judge a book by its cover. But I think bookstores know that appearance can definitely make people feel invited to stay, to read, to try something new, or get someone else interested in reading with us. So, yeah. Well, and and let's jump into it because you just mentioned all the things that I personally love in in a bookstore, but like (laughs) you visited more bookstores than I think the average Utah has. And I want to know like (laughs) what is the best bookstore in Utah that you've gone to and, and like what makes it so great? Yeah, I have two top two winners here. So I'll say like the first one is the Legendarium and that's in Salt Lake City. The Legendarium is pretty new. I think they just turned one year old. They just had a fun celebration for that. Mm -hmm. And they primarily share books that are into fantasy, sci-fi. So a lot of the decor, a lot of the aesthetic is like, think uh, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, like your big big fandoms, right? (laughs) And so... I should also say, like, a huge portion is that they encourage Dungeons & Dragons D&D enthusiasts to come either uh, stock up on supplies or to also play games. And so it's very very community-based. It's such a fun place to be, and it's one of those places where, even though I've already been there once, I count it as a bookstore I visited. I think I go there still, like, once a month, (laughs) and I make the the 40-minute drive to go. The owners are fantastic. And I mean, that that is sort of like one reason why I go to bookstores as opposed to just buying them online is just the community, the environment. It just makes reading fun when sometimes reading can be a chore for some people. Yeah. Um, it's it's a fun place to talk about books, even just like hang out with other people who enjoy reading. Yeah, I really like that you brought up the connection aspect because I think so often that's what a good book or a, a good bookstore can do is like connect you to other people who are really enjoying the same things and can kind of geek out on those things as well. You feel like a little bit less alone. I completely like get it. What are some other runner ups? Yeah. So other runner ups, Poppy Books and Gifts, that's in Spanish Fork. Okay. So that's probably a drive for most of the Salt Lake City listeners, but I would say it's definitely worth it. The vibe is very floral themed. Like the color scheme is definitely akin to like a poppy flower. Mm -hmm. And so first of all, it's just very beautiful. And I feel like they've got... Well, both those bookstores I mentioned, they're basically houses that have been renovated into bookstores. Mm-hmm. So that probably helps with the aesthetic of just like, oh, I'm I am home yeah. <laughs> with all the books around me. <laughs> I feel like they draw in a lot of 
fiction readers, mm-hmm. fantasy readers, but also romance readers. Like their curation of romance novels just can't be beat. And it's very fun to look at. And they also have a bunch of fun, like locally made items. Like again, us readers, we like a good candle. We like, yeah. you know, even though bookmark. we have a million bookmarks, we'll take another <laughs> one. Yeah. And so they have they have a great selection of just locally made or just like locally beloved home goods. It's again, like the aesthetic is just really spot on and it's a mother daughter team. And oh, so, yeah, cute. they're, they're really great. Yeah. Also a relatively new bookstore. I think they're about a year or will turn a year old soon. So that was part of the joy of sharing about these bookstores with other people is just like showing off bookstores that have been in Utah for decades, but also like these newer bookstores that find that, wow, there are a lot of readers here in Utah and they want to connect with them. Both the bookstores I mentioned, they do a lot of community events too. So if you're wanting to make friends as an adult, there are lots of book clubs or I think even some writing events if you're interested in writing. Yeah, it's a great way to really geek out about books that already exist and potentially add some more to the list, especially if you want to be a published author in the near future. Whenever posture comes up in conversation, we all do that thing where we immediately sit upright and pull our shoulders back. Did you do it just now? I did a movement session with Chandler at Embodied Patients, and after a few gentle corrections, I was surprised to find sitting up straight is incredibly easy. Chandler's practice combines over a decade of study in yoga, Pilates, and the Alexander Technique. So why should you invest in your posture? Let's start with the link between better posture and better breathing. Whether you're returning to activity from an injury, looking to manage pain, or just have the sense things could be a little easier, Chandler will teach you to create sustainable movement habits so that you can enjoy the things you love for longer. Maybe that's running marathons. Maybe it's walking the dog. Visit embodiedpatients.com to book a session with Chandler and give yourself the gift of your own attention. Spring is when leases expire, and if you're looking for a new or better apartment situation, here's the scoop at Ico Fort Union. Fort Union is Ico's newest build in Cottonwood Heights off 1300 East and 6720 South. And as they say in real estate, location, location, location. Ico Fort Union puts you 10 minutes from the mouth of Big Cottonwood Canyon and central to all the Fort Union shops and restaurants, but the complex is located on a dead-end street, so you get peace. Ico Fort Union offers studio, one, two, and three-bedroom apartment homes, plus these very cool three-bedroom work-live apartments, so if you're starting something new, you can live above your business space. Amenities include a pet spa, a spin loft, a bike hub, and EV charging stations. And they are signing leases right now. So visit liveatfortunion.com for a tour. Can I share my favorite with you? Yes, please. I really adore a little bookstore called Under the Umbrella. It's here in Salt Lake City. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Have you been? That's such a good one. Yeah. I just really adore it. It's um, the store owner 
opened up a couple, I want to say like maybe two years ago now, maybe a year. And they are just like an awesome resource for the community. It's a small queer little bookstore is how they're marketed. And you kind of go in and it's just like such a, like a clean kind of space to walk into, like in terms of just like the layout of like how the books are set up. And right, yeah, it's just it's so nice. I really love it. It feels very like welcoming when you walk in, which I I really adore. Yeah, their their book selection is really great. Like speaking of curating, like I know they really try to curate books that are really well written, really informative, but they speak to a community that could use more representation. Um, I mean, you mentioned like they call themselves a queer little bookstore, but I know that they they work really hard to have representation of different kinds of abilities or disabilities, yeah. or especially if, if a reader is interested in activism or just uh, community building, there are fiction and nonfiction books about that. And so, yeah, that's another bookstore that I'm in there all the time. And I'm like, I don't know if you'll know me, but <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's one of those places where if you're a reader and you believe in inclusive stories, you will fit right in. Oh, 100%. So you and I are avid bookstore goers, but, you know, I have a lot of friends who often get really, like, overwhelmed by the options when they go into a bookstore. Like, I'm curious, when you walk in, like, what's your plan of action? Do you have a strategy when you're, like, walking into a bookstore? Are you a peruser? Like, are you, like, I'm going to head straight to this, like, genre section? What's your plan of action? Oh, yeah. I think that definitely depends on if I'm on a self-imposed book ban, which means like I'm trying to buy fewer books and Mm. read the ones I've actually purchased. If that's the case, I'm going to peruse and probably find something anyway. But if if say like a book is coming out that I've been anticipating, Mm -hmm. usually that's in the newer section or just in whatever genre. I feel like if I'm ever feeling overwhelmed, because again, there's just so many things to choose from. I usually take a look at an app like Goodreads or something before I go. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes I at least go in with a title in mind. That way, if I don't see it right away, I can ask one of the booksellers like, hey, do you have a copy of this in stock? A lot of bookstores will have either on the shelves or on a separate shelf, they will have recommendations from the booksellers themselves. Mm -hmm. They often have a hand in just seeing what people are buying and then making sure that they have that in stock. And so they're usually reading stuff too. And so they'll have good recommendations and they'll at least be able to say why they like it. Um, There are just different ways of finding books. And I think it depends on if you are wanting that advice or if you just want to look on your own. (laughs) So I, I feel like more often than not, if you peruse, there's going to be a table with some curated books there or going to my favorite genre. I'm, I'm bound to find something. So. <laughs> Yeah, no, I love seeing what some of the staff is reading because I'm like, oh, like what's, you know, people who spend so much time around these like books and and, like figuring out what they're (laughs) recommending. I think it's so lovely. Yeah. And some of their book reviews are also pretty snarky, too. So if you enjoy a good creative summary of a book, then yeah, they're they're worth reading, too. Oh, yeah. They've got lots of opinions. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we've talked a lot about local bookstores here, and I want to know, like, what's your argument? to going to a local bookstore instead of, say, a chain like Barnes & Noble? Yeah, I think I'll start off by saying, first of all, there's there's no judgment, there's no shade if you decide to buy books on Amazon or Barnes & Noble or just another 
bookseller. I guess my argument for going to a locally owned bookstore is that it really is like a community win-win situation. Again, like a Barnes and Noble, there's going to be several in a state, across the country, across the world. They're going to be fine, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But especially after the pandemic, I've been thinking more about how I can support other community members, whether it's eating at a local restaurant or buying my books locally or otherwise trying to shop sustainably. And so that's a huge win for indie bookstores if that's the way you'd like to purchase things is as locally or as sustainably as possible. And I also think that the power that a lot of indie bookstores have is that they work closely with the authors and with the readers themselves. That way they're actually providing books that readers are interested in Mm -hmm. and not just what is popular. If you're like me and you uh, (laughs) buy books instead of maybe going to the library and reading them for free, it's like, well, a lot of bookstores do what they can to make them affordable for the community. Sometimes they have programs involved so that kids can have easier access to books. And I think that's oftentimes when you ask a bookstore owner why they start in the first place, it's usually they want to increase community access. It's very much like they work hand in hand with libraries to make sure that readers can access the books that they want to read. I I feel like as an author, it's much easier to connect with local indie bookstores than say a Barnes and Noble, Mm -hmm. probably just because there's less competition at a local bookstore. But it really means a lot to me as an author when I'm able to talk to a bookstore owner and set up a book event or have my books on the shelf. Like it's just giving me a chance to actually put my books in front of other people and give my books a chance. Whitney Magruder, book enthusiast and author. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is really fun. That's all for us today here on CityCast Salt Lake. Thank you for listening. We will be back tomorrow morning with more from around this city. Bye.